Welcome to Elemental Whispers, a podcast dedicated to creating pathways of remembrance through the sharing of personal experiences and real-life sacred stories of working with the community of other world beings for healing, growth, and joyful enchantment. I'm Diamira Rose D'Agostino, and this is my gift to you, a podcast that is really meant to be a doorway May it illuminate this pathway of magical remembrance. May its medicine of enchantment guide you in your elemental journey of soul, earth, and spirit. Hi everyone. For today's episode, I have a really fun and beautiful conversation with a dear sister, Layla May. Before I share with you this conversation and tell you all about Layla, I want to give you a couple of updates. Firstly, our Elemental Whispers Essences Etsy store is closing on Friday, September 23rd. Now, have no fear. (laughs) Elemental Whispers Essences are not going away. We're just moving off of Etsy to my own website at diamirarose.com, which feels a more aligned and resonant home for Elemental Whispers at this time. That move is taking place as as we speak, as I am speaking now. However, the move is not going to be completed and the store won't be available until probably the second week of October. So there is going to be that little bit of interim and I thank you so much for your patience with that. The next thing I want to share is that I created a five-minute survey that I would be ever so grateful if you would take the time to click on the link, which I'll provide in the show notes, and hop on over to fill out for me. This is a survey to help me get to know you, your likes, and what part of this work is really speaking to you. How is it serving your journey? Just a way for me to understand you a little bit better. Now, if you have been listening to these podcasts and you are really enjoying them, I want to also invite you to please consider leaving a review. These reviews really help us gain more visibility and that helps us hopefully connect with others who this work and these sharings might really serve at this time. I so appreciate these reviews. I read every single one of them. And in keeping with this new tradition I started, I'd like to highlight one review that I received on the Apple platform. This review was made by someone who's just identified as FL1212. They titled the review, Just What I Needed. I am so grateful to Diamira Rose for sharing in this way. So timely and supportive of my life and what I am currently living and working with. The stories and inspiration here are a treasure. It's been a while since I've felt connected to anyone in the spiritual community and a lot of the work out there wasn't resonating with me for a few years now. It feels good to finally have someone to read and listen to again that feels relevant and supportive of my journey. So. Thank you so much for writing this review to whoever you are. I so, so, so appreciate it. And if you all who are listening write me a review, please know that I will absolutely read it and you may even be highlighted on one of the upcoming episodes. The last little reminder that I'd like to share with you is if you don't know my book, Initiation, My Fairy Soul Awakening is available. It was released this year. I am really excited to share this story with you all. It is a magical memoir detailing my early spiritual journey and my awakening into fairy. In this tale, I traverse continents and sacred sites, but also there is an 
inner journey that traverses my psyche and soul and moves across timelines and past lives, all in an effort to uncover that which it is that I am feeling and seeking. This story is a really intimate and authentic expression of my emotional process, how I experienced this whole period of my lifetime. And I will just say that it wasn't all rainbows and unicorns. (laughs) There was a lot of shadow straddling the polarity that lived within me and within the world. I'm told from some of my readers that the story had them sitting on the edge of their seat. One review even said that it was a long held breath until the end. This book is available in all your favorite formats, electronically and also in paperback. Now, let us take no more time before I introduce my wonderful guest, Layla May. This conversation filled my heart so much, and this journey can get lonely And when I have conversations like this, it reminds me that I am not alone. My only regret in this conversation is that I hit stop record too soon because I believed we were complete with our conversation. And then sure enough, not but a minute later, as we were wrapping things up, somehow we spontaneously moved into this extraordinary bit of conversation all around dragons and how they had been showing up for us in our present moment lately. Unfortunately, that wasn't recorded, and so (laughs) no sense crying over spilt milk, but lesson learned, I will make sure to make adjustments for this in the future because, hey, unplanned things happen in the realm of magic, and of course, I should know that. Now, I want to introduce to you this most wonderful and sparkling woman. Layla May is a bridge between the realms. She expresses through her elemental connections with nature spirits, elementals, fae, and more, and through her light-encoded sacred jewelry, which at this time is an expression of the rose lineage and the divine feminine. Layla is also a mother to her now adult daughter and has had training in soul reading, channeling, and energy work. Layla also gives intuitive energy work readings and runs a nature connection mentorship program to support our weave of remembrance. She is dedicated to the remembrance of the divine feminine essence and the divine mother, a path of embodied love. just joining and just tuning in, you're going to be hearing me laughing a lot because we just had this fun and funny tech moment. And of course, when we're recording, it is actually still Mercury retrograde and bless Mercury because I love Mercury retrograde and there's all these fun tech things. So I was welcoming our beautiful and magical guest, to the podcast, which I'm so excited to have a magical conversation with today. And her name is Layla May. Layla, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you. It's so beautiful to be here. I'm pleased this is working now. That was just funny. I'm feeling, I'm feeling all giggly from (laughs) from that experience. But yeah, I feel really honored to be invited uh, into this space with you and to get to talk about magical, magical things. I'm really excited too, and I'm feeling really giggly. We were talking about our giddiness before we hit the recording and just how much I just feel champagne bubbles in my soul right now kind of rising up. I guess it feels kind of celebratory, and I'm not even sure 
if it has to do with the day that we're recording on, which is actually the fall equinox. It'll actually be later on tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern time, but it, we're already in that energy. So I don't know if it has to do with that portal opening or if it's the two of us coming together. And I think it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. I think so. I'm kind of getting this sense of like all these other beings with us. I was just feeling the flowers when you were talking about that kind of celebratory energy. I was just feeling like joyful energy from the flowers. And yeah, that was really lovely. As soon as you said that, I could just see that it, it was like my vision and my view shifted into the otherworldly planes. And I saw those flowers just being kind of decorated. And you generally, I think of the flowers being decorated around the Beltane portal. And yet, as soon as you said that, I could see them just weaving and braiding this container of support. And before Layla and I got on, we did an opening prayer I had invited the guides, guardians, and allies to actually hold the container for us. And I feel that is part of that invitation for them is they're just now weaving and braiding these little flowers around us to hold us beautifully. So I hope everybody that's listening can feel that as well. And just take a moment to really feel and tune into that if you can. And while you're doing that and feeling the flowers, that is a perfect time for me to share a little bit about where I met Layla or rather how I met Layla and let's see what I actually remember and Layla you're welcome to fill in the the blanks here because there may be a lot of them let's see Layla May and I actually met I'm going to say about four or five years ago I believe that you reached out to me when you were doing these in this incredible series of interviews where you were really finding people that were working with elementals in their daily life, in their work, and all expressions of the elemental kingdom or the fey kingdom. And you were just talking, having these beautiful, magical, multidimensional conversations with all these different people. Each came with their own flavor and their own energetic of how they were working with these magical realms and magical codes that were arising from the earth at that time. And you called the series Elemental Connections. You just reached out to me one day and asked me to be a guest on your show that you were doing. And I think our first conversation, it was really about how I was working with the fairy people, what that looked like. And then we stayed in touch. It was like we would I'm almost seeing this Vesica Pisces in the way that we would kind of weave and <laughs> bob over the years, like every now and then we would touch in and, you know, trade codes, so to speak, and magic. And then at some point, you were doing a further series and we had another conversation. And I don't remember if that was about dragons or mm-hmm. it was, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah, it was. And I'll I'll link to those conversations if I can find them still in the show notes. Then we just kind of stayed in touch. And then Layla at one point, actually in 2020, led this, held this beautiful container of elemental magic. And I remember being so excited because 2020 was a difficult year for me. And I was dismantling everything, all all that I had created. And so it actually felt kind of perfect that over the years I had had these conversations with you, Layla, and about, you know, how I was working and weaving with the, the elementals and with fairy. And then here I was and I was demolishing all of those structures and expressions. And then I hadn't really risen into totally the new way that I wanted to express coming forward. And so I remember that summer of 2020 just being totally tired and put through the ringer and just needing to lay, like lie down on a, um, on a bed of flowers, (laughs) on a bed of flowers and kind of be held and almost allow myself to have the gift of remembering the joy and the magic just that that softness and that curiosity and you held such a beautiful container for me to just 
lie down into. I, I literally felt like we were lying down on the grass and braiding each other's hair. There were, mm-hmm. I think, five or six of us women. And it was all like we would just sit around and we were virtual. But on the inner planes, we were all like braiding each other's hair and just being in the magic of the earth. It was so nourishing and nurturing and beautiful. So those are a couple pieces. So I'm curious to see what you want to fill in there and if there's anything you want to kind of weave or add. Mm. Wow, I think uh, I think you did a really good job there. That's pretty much it's pretty much as I remember it. And um, yeah, I had a moment earlier going, how did I find you? Like what what happened? And I just remember I remember just having this big download of like I have to do this. Um, I have to do this interview series and so um, I just went online and um, I can't remember what I put in the Google search and you came up and like I just felt so divinely guided to you like you know I just knew I knew when you were there that um, yeah that, that you were somebody I was really excited to talk to I loved what I was seeing on your website and it, yeah it just really excited me so, yeah, so I reached out and, yeah, I think you told the rest of the story really well. And um, that's so funny when you came on when you came on the the group, um, the group that I did as well, because I'd so looked up to you, you know, as somebody um, who was in my in my eyes, like had a much deeper um, a connection with with the other realms and then I was like oh my gosh what are you doing coming to my thing I really had a moment like that um but it was so beautiful to be with you on on that journey yeah I think that turned out to be quite a powerful uh a much deeper a more powerful journey than I than I'd expected so beautiful to be with you in that way yeah we've just like you say we've just sort of stayed in uh, in contact and, and chatted here and there and yeah like you say shared codes really beautiful so it's so lovely to be doing this now and I feel like I feel like this for me is is that as well is that um is a deeper remembering like where I've needed to be held recently coming back into my connection yeah I love how beautiful I mean there's so many there were so many things that you just said that little doorways opened up and now it's like, Oh my God, eight doorways just opened up. Which door do I choose? (laughs) So I'm kind of having that moment. (laughs) So I, I mean, the first thing I want to say is I just feel it's such a beautiful example. What you spoke to of, you know, how you had kind of, seen me in this one way in this one role and then to kind of break those those identity dynamics or whatever and and have that own journey with yourself where you said like I I had these you know real thoughts come up around oh my god can I do this this was a person I saw in this way and can I you know, really step forward in in this way and all of these things that we we are so natural, but it's such a beautiful, I feel it's such a beautiful example of the feminine spiral and just that, I mean, there's so many times where I'm shown the power of having different you know, we're not everybody is actually the same. It, it, to me, it's really about phase in life. The initial magic and curiosity and playfulness that usually comes at the beginning of a journey. Mm-hmm. And when we get so far along the journey, sometimes I know I can become we're tunnel vision. I'm so steeped in something. And I often forget what it was like that initial that spark, that magic, you know, the card that is the fool kind of starting out on the path of the unknown. And you spoke to that at the beginning of our call. I think it was before we hit record how we really were feeling a, we were feeling almost maybe the giddiness was in connection to us straddling that edge of the unknown. And part of that to me is because you and I actually 
we have been, I have been wanting, I'll speak for myself. I have been wanting to catch up with you (laughs) for so long and to see how you're doing and how your journey has shifted and grown and unfolded. And we haven't had a chance. We had a brief moment, which maybe we'll talk to later, of interaction when I was just recently on my pilgrimage in the UK. But for the most part, we have not talked at all. And so it's I'm I'm feeling that unknown now of like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear what Layla has been up to and how your journey has shifted since the your curiosity and exploration and all the things that it was with the elemental worlds Mm. and what that journey has been like and where you are now. Mm. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's been quite a journey. It's been quite a difficult journey, to be honest. I went from doing that series. So I think that was back in 2017. So it's like five years ago now. Um, and I'd been journeying with the elemental realms for quite a few years before that. Um, and yeah, and then 2019, I think, I um, I was living in town in Brighton, seaside town, south of England. And I had to move out of there. I lived there with my daughter. We went our separate ways. Um, my cat's had to go and live with somebody else and then they they both passed away um and I went through real human you know like really kind of dark night of the soul kind of stuff like it's been a deep journey these past three years since since leaving that home and and it was a really interesting thing because I just couldn't stay in Brighton I was like I have to move to the countryside I was just wanted to deepen in my connection with nature with the elemental realms and I ended up moving into a friend's house and it was like everything just went quiet and I couldn't hear anything anymore. It was like nothing was really communicating. I would, I think it's strictly true to say nothing was communicating with me, but it wasn't at the level that it once was. Oh, I can feel like the sadness in my voice, like, um, yeah it was really difficult and I remember walking in the woodland near where I was living and I was just like I can't feel the magic anymore I can't see the magic I can't feel the magic I was like it's just gone and it was I think it was such a shock to my system and I and I did I did do a few more interviews while I was there and it, it wasn't flowing they weren't flowing in the same way as they once had it was like that magic just wasn't alive in my being and um yeah like I said it's not to say I didn't have any experiences there have been a few experiences in that time which were very deep and magical as well but on the whole something shifted and I think it was I mean it was also uh, um oh I did do those I did two 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 online courses the one that you came to and I ran another one as well and I think it brought up a lot in me as well. I think I just had to go deeper in myself. And my experience of the elemental realms is so magical and so joyful and so loving. And it's like all the time I was there, I was just in that space. And I think I've just had some deep inner work to do. And that deep inner work has taken me now more into like a deeper connection with the feminine essence, with the divine feminine, with the mother energy. I had a really big download experience. I know a lot of women were having this with the rose energy coming in. So it was the rose energy with the Mary Magdalene energy. And I suddenly had to do um, a load of uh, jewellery pieces. And I just went on this really deep, deep dive which I'm still on um into yeah into the feminine essence so that's kind of um that's kind of it that's kind of what I've been up to 
I'm sure there's more I could share, but I feel at the moment that kind of that kind of expresses what's happened over the last sort of three and a half years. That is so beautiful. And I just want to I really want to honor that I could feel that tenderness and the sadness and even, dare I say, the grief that was bubbling up and might have been so present in that that phase and where you were speaking about how what once, you know, felt like such an active and very, very dynamic um, conversation between you and the magical realms of uh, the elementals. And then all of a sudden there was this shift where it was, it had certainly quieted down and begin, begun to take on a different form. And that space, because I can so relate, I've undergone my own journey that was really, I don't know that it was the same and tied to the same energy, but I know the grieving that I felt and I do feel that my recent pilgrimage in the UK was actually kind of the almost that last sort of um, tying the bow if you will on that that chapter for me it was so many different reasons one of course it had to do with the very overt obvious of like the completion of one chapter of my work, but it was so much deeper than that. The grief that I felt, I felt Mm -hmm. there was an, a really profound and very, um, a very unique shift that had occurred in the elemental and fairy world, a complete shift. And what I mean is the way that I experienced it was back in early 2021 was a huge Oh, see, as I'm thinking about this, I'm like, oh, this is interesting because we actually in the container that you held, Layla, we actually spoke to something. So I'll weave that in in just a moment. Yeah. So in the yeah, so we'll just maybe we will do it chronologically. So in the container that Layla held so beautifully in the summer of 2020, we spoke to there was a shifting of energies and there was an influx of energy from the Sirius star portal, the Sirius stars. I remember there was several of us, including you, Layla, who were speaking to these new arrivals, these new elementals that were kind of landing on Gaia, almost like were they landing here to kind of have a little visit and have a little and offer a little blessing and have a little exchange with the energies here? Or were they landing here for a maybe a more long term stay? And at the time, I didn't have a lot of answers, but that was the first stage. It wasn't until later in the beginning of 2021 where I got this message around this mass departure that was happening and it was about the old mythic stories on the planet having completed and a lot of the beings that were connected to those old mythic stories were departing the Gaian dream I mean and and so and a lot of these beings I had deep connection with and so when they left I it was like my whole being, it also somehow catalyzed the beginning of what was also a a real dark night of the soul for me, because I went into myself and my communications too went completely offline for the most part. I couldn't, I couldn't feel, hear, see most of the other world at all. And it took a few months before I realized that Part of it was my grief. It was my grief. And it was like, normally I'm used to moving through emotions pretty quickly. I don't dwell there for very long. And this was just this pervasive grief that I felt. And I I, I couldn't force myself or hurry the process. So I was really embedded in the grief. And then simultaneously, I realized that the way that I had communicated was being reconfigured in a way that was more 
uh, more in harmony, I think, more integrated with the new earth that was being born from within the earth. Oh, so it's something I'm going to want to speak to, come back to there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to honor that. And I can't wait to you. Yeah, weave in what you're going to say, because I wanted to just honor the the grief. And I don't know if it was the same as mine, but I could hear the grief and the sadness in your voice mm. of that both acceptance of this is what it is right now. And also it's really sad when mm. the, what we knew as a connection is now not there or it's changing. It's it's very sad. Mm, thank you. Yeah. And it was. Because it wasn't just the elemental connection. It was, it was like everything. Like I went through so much. It was like everything that I identified myself as got stripped away from me. And it was like just being left in the dark almost, just kind of like, and I still feel like I'm making my way out of that space. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's really, you know, I built a big identity of myself as well as somebody who connected to those realms and then I thought I was going to teach and share and, and then it all went quiet. So yeah, thank you for hearing that, that tenderness. And, and I think the grief and, and we have to feel that grief, don't we? It's so important that we do that. And it, and sometimes this, the heart doesn't really stay open very often when we're in that grief space. I think, that's what I sort of felt was part of the disconnection from the enchantment was I think my heart closed quite a bit and it's just it's opening again now so that's really beautiful but um the other bit that I wanted to speak to of what you said about um the way that you were communicating was shifting was that I I, I had some communication with one tree and I remember like my mind being so like oh I can't hear anything like do you have do you have anything you want to share with me can you show me anything like I sort of asking all these very mental questions and it was very clear and the tree was just like we're not going to communicate with you through words anymore it's going to be through feeling through energy and I really feel that there is um uh like you said, I think there's a shift, I'm getting goosebumps, there's a shift in the way that we communicate happening as well, like even through the telepathic realms, it's like, you know, so often our words don't do justice to what it is we experience on the other realms, and so it's almost like just this exchange of codes and um, energy, there's, there's a conversation going on that I feel like um maybe like my my new like there's a new hard drive but the software is not quite updated yet so i'm not quite getting it but, but there is something um i feel like there's something shifting and i from what i understand the way that the lemurians were but that they that they were much more fluid in their um interaction with everything um, like they like we've become so we've separated ourselves so much um from nature like you know in, in there are many cultures where they don't even have a word for nature because to conceive of it being anything other than what we already are it's just not there and so i i i get a sense of that is that is that making sense that there's this like there's a new conversation happening that's very different as well I'm, that's what I'm sensing for myself, and I don't really know what it means. Um, it, it's just, it's a deeper, it's a much deeper experience. And I will just share one last experience that um, I just did. I just was helping out at a festival called Heart of the Rose, and um, there was a woman, Charlotte, who was doing Charlotte Pulver. She makes amazing things with flowers and remedies and gold and she's a, an amazing alchemist and um, I did a nature connection workshop with her and we listened to the rose and the rose was showing me its message to me was about how much more sensitive we are going to become um, that our sensitivity yeah we have we have an ability for so much more sensitivity um, than we've experienced so far so I just feel like all those things kind of link up together and um, 
and yeah, like it's so going back to what you said, like I feel like there's a whole new way of of connecting um, that's going to reveal itself. I can so relate to exactly what you're saying about there's a new hard drive, but has the software been updated? And I can feel myself even now, you know, I always use the analogy of the, we call it um, bangs. Um, what do they call it? Uh, fringe. Fringe in, in the UK. I think you call it the fr- like a fringe on your hair. We call it bangs. And yeah. so we, we have this phase if you have bangs, but you decide to grow them out. There's this real awkward stage where you don't have bangs anymore, but you're kind of growing them out. So they haven't really fit in with the rest of your hair yet and haven't really integrated. So it looks just awkward. And do you pin them up? Do you do kind of what do you do with them? And I I feel very much in that awkward in between phase. I haven't totally fully flowed into and plugged into this new mainframe of the new earth. And I feel on a lot of levels I have. And then there are other parts of me, probably my emotional body, because that seems always the last for me to catch up, but that haven't totally yet integrated into this new expression. And I can feel myself backpedaling sometimes because I get lost in the middle of the sea where I the old way doesn't really work for me any longer. And yet I haven't totally landed in, quote, the new way. And so there's this weird, do I go back to just for this one communication or this one experience? Do I go back to what I knew so we can like actually have a dialogue or do I (laughs) or do I just say, well, it is what it is, which is really awkward. And I'm kind of in this thing. And so and I've made different choices at different times, but I definitely feel that as well. And I, I really have a feeling as some of these older stories were closing out, which in particular was the old story of old Avalon, that whole beautiful and helpful and also very complex and complicated story. As that mythic reality comes to a close, because it's served and it's completed, I have felt it's the original language, the original language of the earth, the, I've referred to it in different ways, but it's like, I can feel it tickling at my consciousness in the periphery, this new story, this new way of being, all of this that is new. And yet the software hasn't fully finished its update. (laughs) It's still loading on the computer. So um, I so, so, so feel and hear that also. referring to one of the other pieces you said about nature and how some cultures didn't have that word. And I'm thinking of recently, I saw somebody, I think it was Becca Piastrelli, really her work focuses a lot on returning to the ancestral ways. And she, I think it was her, shared this quote about even the word nature, very much steeped in colonization And the indigenous perspective of how they would refer to that is just the living world, which is basically everything. And in that way, there is not that separation. And so the distinction that I've been making lately, which has helped me, because for a long time, I and I've worked with a lot of clients that were all about a return, right? We talk about Lemuria and even fairy, these beautiful, energetic remembrances that we all hold in our cellular memory and DNA of a time when we were more, at least we knew ourselves as more connected. We were in that flowing fluid state. And I think for my journey, a lot of times in the past, I had this longing, even yearning to be more in that way. And the one distinction that I've started, that I've realized is that, oh, wait, it's not a return to because this part of the journey, as painful as it has been of where we believe we're separate, this part of the journey was really important. It like created the experience of individuation, which I feel was part of and important to the guy in dream and experience to have that as an experience to add to the pool of experience. 
And yet now there's like a spiraling up and an, another octave where, okay, we're returning sort of, but not, we're not returning to go back. We're returning to spiral up and spiral together, even with the other world of spirit. Like how can we weave in a way where we maybe hold our individuation, but also can move in this more sacred ecological conversation with all of life? Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying there. <laughs> really feel it. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I, yeah, yeah, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, so I'm really curious if you want to speak at all to, you mentioned how the Divine Mother journey has brought you to the rose, or maybe the other way around, or maybe both. And... Yeah, I would, anything you want to speak about what your embodied experience has been like as you've stepped into this journeying with the Divine Mother? Mm. Mm, thank you for that question. Oh, where to go with it? And it was coming into my thoughts as you were speaking as well about like this new software and, and it's an interesting, also what you were saying about like we're not going back to the old ways. Um, the old ways maybe are being remembered, but as a way of moving forward into something new. And I feel like that with this sort of divine feminine mother, feminine essence energy being remembered on the planet right now. It's like, gosh, the more I go, the more I travel into it, the more I just see the lack of it out in the world as well. You know, like in, in mainstream culture which I have to admit, I'm not that much part of really anymore. And, and when I peer into mainstream culture, I'm kind of shocked at the, the lack of the feminine, uh, true feminine essence um, in there. Um, yeah, so um, I do feel like this new way, it's like needing to rediscover what the feminine essence is, what, what are those qualities and what what does life look like when we integrate all of that all of those feminine qualities into our way of being um yeah i'm just i'm just i'm curious what i want to share here yeah so the rose path for me is very much has very much been a pathway back to the mother and understanding it and it's one of those things where I look back at my life and I go oh it was always there like it was always part of everything that I was doing I just didn't have a framework to put it in you know at one point in my life I had no idea that the feminine essence wasn't really valued you know if I go back to my early years and um so it's a journey of reclamation and um mm, just really wanting to tune in and see see what wants to be shared. Um, I mean, it's the path of embodiment. So um, I feel like on my journey, like I was chatting with a friend recently and we were talking, I was sharing about how how that elemental aspect wasn't so prominent in my life. I wasn't experiencing it so much, but I was saying, but I'm experiencing this other deeply learning about the feminine and it's almost like being in another another class now like like earth being this um school of of learning and i feel like i'm sort of going into that feminine now and learning about that um oh i've gone off track now i can't remember what i was going to say you were saying you were talking about the feminine as the path of embodiment and you were saying how you just recently had had a conversation with this friend of yours and as if it was almost as if this was another school of learning or another class or another level of a class. Yeah, like another level of a class, really. I think, you know, like I feel like my life has been this journey of just understanding the nature and fabric of reality on Earth and how it all works together. I mean, when the elementals first started talking to me, um, they were just talking directly to me and, and showing me how everything worked from like almost like from the light realms into the physical realms. And um, and and it feels like sort of that's happening again now, like I'm having another 
learning of um of the feminine and and just the beauty and the holding of that energy and the, and the mother energy it's i feel like it's like like that upgrading of the hard drive in a way it's like being unplugged from one reality that was very steeped in um a masculine way of doing things and a, a masculine essence i'm not talking about male and female or man and woman i'm just talking about masculine essence and the qualities of that and then the feminine essence and i feel like at the moment i'm sort of unplugging from one and plugging into another and experiencing life through um through a different lens um, and then and then hopefully balancing the two as well but i think the main thing really is about and the elemental realms are really teaching me this is just how benevolent life is and how much life loves us and supports us and wants us to thrive and that everything's here for our highest good and these are all i think at one point in my my spiritual journey i realized how intellectual my spiritual knowledge was and so this now feels like a much deeper embodiment of all of those teachings that i've had i think this is one of the main things that's happening through this feminine understanding is is a much deeper yeah is an embodiment of of all teachings yeah is there anything that that um that i've said that you want to yeah i do have a couple of um questions so first of all i don't think that you and i have ever talked this deeply or this intricately about, for example, our, you know, relationship or maybe the way we communicate. And I am just struck in this moment by the parallels, not just the parallels of, you know, the movement of the journey, but even the similarities. I, too, was also really mental and intellectual in my how I interacted with spirit was in a very telepathic way for a long time. Yeah, so I'm just struck. So I'm having that moment. And the, the two questions that I'm thinking, and you can choose either one of these paths, but I'm just thinking about what somebody listening to this might be curious about. So one is you were talking about your early journey of awakening into the elemental realms. Almost explain as if somebody didn't have any idea of that what it was like for you, that specific communication or even any specifics around the way that those interactions unfolded. So that's kind of my my one question. And then I'm curious, what was the distinct moment that you went through that grief phase? And then there was this moment where I almost see like you being born into (laughs) from that, you know, tunnel the tunnel of dark grief i almost see you being like born into the light of the divine mother heart (laughs) um being birthed yeah like the birth canal so i'm curious like if you remember a conscious moment of where you could feel there was a palpable shift and so either one of those you want to speak to or or both um if i just speak to um the experience with the mother like for me that was like the rose coming through so palpably like i'll have this every now and again where i just feel a vibration or something in my energy field and the rose was just in my energy field like that's the best way i can describe it and my experience of these things and maybe this ties into speaking about the elemental stuff is that um, so it's not always just a telepathic communication, but also the things that show up in my life. So reading the everyday signs. Um, I was listening to one of your other podcasts earlier or yesterday and talking about that part of enchantment. And I, I think that's a really big part of it where like not only is there an inner conversation going on, but you start seeing that conversation happening through matter so through all the synchronicities and um like I read stuff in everything pretty much, you know, like yeah, so so many different messages or see images and things. Um so that that path of the the, the being born into that feminine, um I'd made a piece of jewellery 
and sent it to this woman in South Africa who sadly never got it. It was one of my favourite pieces and the piece I actually wanted to keep for myself. And then another friend who uh, I heard about a book uh, about Mary Magdalene and the Rose lineage and stuff. And I was just like, oh, I have to read this book. And then when I finally got hold of the book, it turned out that the woman that I'd sent the piece of jewellery to had like drawn the front cover and her uh, illustrations were throughout the book. And there was just this really like just amazing synchronicity coming through. And the piece I'd sent her was a rose quartz piece. And um yeah, just I mean, the rose has been there throughout my entire life, actually. Um, and that kind of ties me back into remembering uh, my experience of the elementals. I I did a I did a training which was called soul reading, channeling and energy healing. And I remember in that I remember going in and seeing this rose in my heart, this pink rose. And I really I, I align mostly with the with the pale pink rose, um, which I did hear is a pathway. There were in some some uh, rose teachings, the different coloured roses uh, relate to different aspects of the feminine, and the path of the pale pink one was was more elemental and nature based. So that was a, another beautiful synchronicity. But um, so on this course, it really opened me up. It opened all my senses up. I'd always felt pretty connected um, spiritually, but it opened me up on a level that I hadn't been open before. I think basically like it really opened my third eye. And then I, and I went through a phase of just going out and walking in nature by myself a lot. And I think I would come home and I would start like just writing and almost doing automatic writing and get teachings or, yeah, I would just know. I just started having knowing about things and I really had this experience of uh, this elemental energy speaking to me and it was like like the light fabric of creation that is underneath material like that is underneath yeah matter um like the light realm i felt was speaking to me but it was it was a being it was conscious you know conscious uh, matter so i was just i was having a lot of knowings and then i'd go out in nature and then i started seeing i would see things like like the hollows at the bottom of trees and i would suddenly know that that was a portal between the realms into the realms of the veil into the realms of the nature spirits um so i would just start seeing things in nature and i would and knowings would come um and that's how i get a lot of my information it's usually just through through a, a knowing sense um and one of the other things that i was saying earlier about how those synchronicities in the physical would happen so i would get like i would get like these all this information come through and I've, I've always had a bit of a problem with doubting myself um, and not really trusting fully myself. And so I'd get this big download of information and then I'd find a book on elementals in the most random of places. So me, there was one place there was just like a, a bookstore on the side of the road next to the train station. And there was this amazing book on elementals. I mean, like, you know, it's not that easy to find really good books on elementals. And this just happened like maybe four or five times. Like I would just know to go into a charity shop and I'd find a book on elementals. And again, there would be the teachings that I'd been learning. And it was like they were just saying, you know, this is real. This is real. And um I think one of the biggest I mean, if you want to start going into these realms and you, and you don't think that you see them, um, to learn to trust the imagination is the biggest. That was the biggest lesson for me, to learn that my imagination wasn't what I'd been taught it was, that it wasn't my imagining, that it wasn't me making up stories. Occasionally, yes, but um, on the whole, like, it's it's my third eye seeing into, into what's there. So I really believe our imagination is like a gateway into the unseen realms. Um,
Yeah, does that answer that answer it, your question? It does. It is so perfect because I love what you just said. I loved everything you said. And then to make that little flourish, I saw a little curly cue at the end when you said, and if you are, you know, concerned that you don't have interaction to allow the imagination to be that portal, that entry in and trusting it because that honestly for me has been the foundation of all of my work personally and then even my work with students and clients is really helping them sink into imagination as a bridge builder, as a bridge into the other world of the elementals, the other world of fairy, and that it is not exclusive of reality. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely, to me, imagination is not make-believe. It's imagination is, yeah, it's the bridge into the imaginal realms. So I love that. I love that so much. And as soon as you said that, the wind outside started blowing and all of the leaves that have been turning golden had started descending in this cape of golden light. <laughs> Yay. I love that. I love that. And I've really been connecting with the wind recently. That's been um, that's been one of the elements that I've been really connecting with and wanting to understand more deeply. So I love that. Um, I want to say she, I don't know why, but that she came in in that way. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so I, I want to ask you a question because I am very curious and I think others might be curious too. In your experience of working with the elemental realms, how do you perceive the elementals, do you perceive them as the same as fairy, the fae, or the she? Or when you say elementals, what does that mean to you? Mm, I love this question. And actually, it was really good because I was listening to you. I remember reaching out to you ages ago and going, can you talk to me about the she? I don't think I know them. You know, it's like, it's really interesting. So I, I, yes, I think they're, um, the elementals that I was originally connecting with are not the she and they're not the fairy beings. It was a different energy, a different level of consciousness within the unseen realms. Um, and then as time went on, I began to perceive other beings. So I began, began to perceive gnomes. I had quite a deep affinity with the gnomes at one point. Maybe other nature spirits, like uh, I've seen a lot of uh, water beings, beings uh, that live in and are guardians of waterfalls and bodies of water. Yeah, so I think there's, I think there's a whole. There are so many levels and layers to our to creation, and that there are guardians that take care of each different layer or you know even each blade of grass I remember being shown that even each particle of dust has like a guardian being like anything that is physical has this like overseeing light um and then so then the she I I've had a couple of experiences but nothing nothing really big it's interesting when we shared about you shared about that journey with um that we did on my course where um we felt like other be new beings were coming in and I remember I'd been guided to go to the woods and I had to gather all these flowers as I went and I had this bag of flowers and then when I got to the woodland and there was uh there was a little space that I would go in through the trees and I saw in my mind's eye this this being who was about two thirds my height maybe like opened the space and he said we've been waiting for you come along and he sort of welcomed me into the space and so I don't really know who he was I don't know yeah at what level of yeah I don't know if he was what you would call fairy I mean I would call him fairy yeah, so I think that there's there's so many different types of beings, 
so many different types and the elementals for me are much more the nature guardians um and the nature beings that's who i'm referring to and the beings that take care of the different elements and that live within those different elements um yeah it's so vast isn't it so vast it's so vast and expansive. I mean, I consider myself a what I call a psychic researcher in a cosmic explorer, meaning I have spent so much time just traversing, first of all, exploring my own cosmology in and my own what is the inner landscape that is resonant based on my blood and spirit and DNA and whatever, and traversing the realms and kind of exploring and experiencing all the different nuances of energy. And it's really not black and white. Like, it's not like, oh, there's the nature realm and then there's the human realm. It, it's yeah, it, it's no. not that at all. And it's everything so, in between. It's so, it, it's so vast. And the other world of spirit is so vast. And there's so all these different dimensional bandwidths. And so thank you so much for speaking to that. Yeah, the elementals. And I see them exactly the same way. Mm. Yeah, I okay. it was such an interesting journey when I did the uh, elemental connections interview series and just realizing I was like oh my gosh everybody is like all these people are dis- uh, perceiving different aspects and there's so much I don't know <laughs> like, there's so much so much to explore so I am curious do we feel like is there some final things that want to be spoken and then to tie up or is there a whole nother piece that you feel has been hanging out and kind of <laughs> pulsing and I we haven't spoken to it all I'm not I don't have that feeling actually okay have you, do you have that feeling I don't I don't I could see us having a whole nother conversation yeah. about and like it going in a whole nother direction because I'm very aware that we didn't even speak to that fun little bit of how we crisscrossed not physically but virtually and energetically uh, on my recent pilgrimage with the magical mm. uh, waterfall place there's just so many other pieces that we could speak to but I oh I don't want to like squish it in I almost want to give it breath and space and allow all the pieces that you've spoken so beautifully to kind of permeate and then having a part two at some point mm, definitely I'll be up for that I'm, I always love talking about these things it <laughs> me, up. <laughs> me too me too so with that being said is there any you know final things that you want to share or that you want to weave into all of the many things that we have spoken to Mm, just when you said weaved in there like that's the piece for me that I feel like on a broader scale like that's the invitation for us as humanity is to weave ourselves back in you know to weave ourselves back into into nature to the point where we don't have that word anymore you know where we remember that we are built up of all the all the elements and that the wind is is um experiencing us and exploring us as much as we are exploring it and that that there is this beautiful conversation going on all the time between every aspect um, within our environment all the time and that we're part of that and yeah I think that's that was what was feeling like wanted to come through just this deep remembrance that we're, we are all deeply weaved in we're already all deeply weaved in but this invitation for us to really experience it in a very beautiful fluid non-intellectual way yeah that is so beautiful. I love that so much. And I love the the paradox, like to allow ourselves to be weaved in and yet remember that we are already weaved in yeah. and woven in. And yeah, so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And of course, before we complete, I want you to share with everyone where they can find you, where they can connect with you. I will just put this little magical (laughs) sort of plug in for you right away that Layla's Jewelry 
is exquisite. I actually was gifted one of your pieces and I feel it was when you were first working and playing on this particular design. It is a necklace that I wear all the time. It was gifted by one of my best friends, Chelsea, actually. She gave it to me. So thank you, Chelsea, sister, mm-hmm. uh, for my birthday one year. And it was the rose pattern, the five um, pointed star that Venus makes in the sky as she makes her, you know, journey with the sun. And so that is the pattern. It's in a necklace form. With the, with the earth. With the earth. Yes, with the earth. With the with earth. Venus and the earth. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other conversation. Oh, I know. <laughs> and so yeah so her five um her beautiful five petal rose and it has a little rose quartz so your jewelry is just magic and beautiful and so yeah please share with them where they can connect with you and all about how they can find your jewelry oh thank you yeah um i have an etsy shop called Layla may jewelry um and people can also buy directly from me um, you can find me on Facebook and uh, Instagram as well. And my handle on Instagram is underscore Layla underscore May underscore. Oh, and my website is um, LaylaMay.love. That's so beautiful. Is it dot L-U-V or L-O-V-E? L-O-V-E. L-O-V-E. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for playing with me on this High Holy Day Fall Equinox portal. We are both um, women of the Northern Hemisphere, so I am speaking to the Fall Equinox here. And this has been so much fun, and my heart feels very, very full. Mm -hmm. Mine too. 